Hey everyone, welcome to episode 46. Today we're talking about sharing your truth. So the real question is this, what does it take to make the gospel come to life? If you are struggling with what you believe, or if you do believe, but you want to feel the truth on a deeper level, or even if you're experienced in your faith and you want to deepen your relationship with Christ even further, what steps can all of us take to not just bring the gospel to life, but to cause the gospel to bring life into us? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Robbins, and welcome to Bringing the Gospel to Life. Hey everybody, hope you had a happy Friday. Um, So let me tell you about something I've been doing for the past two weeks that's been extremely interesting and has taught me a lot, and uh, this is is the topic on my mind today. So um, I was reading a book the other day, and it talked about how each of us should do what uh, he called a social media detox. Now a lot of people we'll take that and think that um, it means to like just take, get rid of social media for a certain amount of time. But that's not what this person encouraged us to do. He talked about how he challenged us to completely unfollow every single person in our life um, that's like our, in our normal friend group and to simply make um, your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever social media platforms you're using a platform of learning instead of a platform of consuming. And... Um, so that's what I did. So I hate to break it to any of you who are my friends on social media, but I've officially unfollowed you. Don't hate me. Um, but yeah. And so, so what he did is, so I did that. And then he said, now go follow a hundred people that you, um, that you truly honor and you respect and just only make, let your Facebook or your Instagram platform be about following those people who, um, who you want to be like and who you want to model and who you want to follow. And so that's all I've done. So for the past um, two weeks, is kind of what I've been doing is I've completely been unfollowing everyone pretty much in my life. And then I've only been following those people who, um, man, I don't know the phrase, like, it's not like, yeah, I'm trying to be like, I guess. And so basically, uh, all my, all my Facebook feed right now is, uh, it, it's funny how fast you can cut out so much of your life and then you can replace it with something else. But all my Facebook platform has been for the past two weeks is just these people that I really admire and that I really look up to and that I wanted to learn from. And, you know, they're, they're people that we would like deem as successful. Like we would say they're doing well in life and they're leading people and they're blessing people's lives. And so it's interesting just spending been spend just uh, spending a hunt, uh, time around a hundred people that I want to be like, you know, uh, it's kind of like I just raised my, raised my circle, right? Like not, not to say that the people in my life aren't there, but like, it, it's interesting only reading things from those people who you're trying to, um, model and become like, right. And so anyway, that's, that's just the backstory, but it's funny how every single one of them, I, I didn't expect to, see this or notice this, but it's interesting to notice how each of them follows a pattern in their social media behaviors. And it's, it's actually what I want to talk about today because it's something that I've been experiencing in the past couple days. And I think this is a key part in making the gospel come to life. Um, and that is, um, I was talking with Mary about this last night and I noticed over the past week as I've, I, every single time I've done a podcast episode, Afterwards, after I've done it, I don't want to be done because number one, I always feel like the message I share wasn't shared well enough by me. And number two, I just think of more things that I want to share. And there's that aspect to it. And then in every other part of my personal life, I like I'm having a hard time keeping my mouth shut. 
I'm having a hard time not speaking my thoughts anymore because I'm doing it every single night or every single morning. And so whenever I, I'm, I'm suddenly becoming very unapologetic about what I think and what I feel. And so I was talking with Mary about it last night. I was like, I'm scared. And she's like, why? And, she, and I was like, I'm having a really hard time containing what I think and what I feel. And she said, well, is that a bad thing? And I was like, it depends. <laughs> it depends who you ask, right? And um, it's funny how I've, I've start, as I've been following these people on social media, I've started to notice the pattern. And the pattern, what they're going to call and what I'm going to call is a little bit different. But every single one of them is so good at sharing their truth. And that's how they would phrase it. But I'm going to phrase it a little bit differently. Um, but that's the phrase. Like you, you hear this in the world today. Like you hear the phrase, share your truth, share your truth. Uh, you hear it in movie references, like, um, I know it's in Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, oh, there was another reference that I heard it in lately. Anyway, like, sharing your truth. Um, and I was just I was just uh, reading this one guy um, on social media. He's like, the only reason I make breakthroughs is because I share my truth while everyone else is trying to please everybody else. I was like, it's kind of interesting how the people that we truly resonate with, if you think about it, they are unapologetically who they are. Like they've come to this point in their life where they are like owning their truth at such a deep level that even if we don't agree with what they are saying, we can't be upset with how much they are owning and accepting of their own story and their own truth, right? Now, I don't want to phrase it like that because it kind of implies that you can make up your own truth and whatever your life experience kind of gives you that you can like make that your truth. And that's not true. You can't do that. Like truth is truth regardless. Um, I think what a lot of these people are doing is that they are making truth their own. So they're not, sh- I don't think they're sharing their truth. I think they're making truth their own. And I, I think that's how I want to look at it from now on. Um, but I, I've noticed something just so interesting about them and it's something that I want to model. And I don't share this with you guys again as a behavior, but as something that I think the savior would do. And I think that he did do. And I'm not really, I haven't really noticed it until I started doing this experiment of following these hundred people I'm trying to become like on social media. And, um, I want to, I totally understand a story so much deeper now. And I want to share that because it's impacting me and whatever you take from this, you know, let it be what it is. Um, but first off, like, I think, I think that's starting to happen to me. I'm starting to unapologetically just share on this platform what I think and what I feel. And what I've noticed is in church meetings and in Come Follow Me meetings, like, I don't know if this is just the world I live in, but I think people are so apologetic about their thoughts and their feelings in public settings. Like, I didn't notice how often I changed what I would say because of what I thought about the people around me or what they would think. Like, I didn't realize how much that was part of my thought process until I was sharing my voice like this every single day. And I'm putting it on a place where literally anyone in the world could be hearing this at some point, right? It could be anyone. And I, and I remember for the first 30, 35 episodes, like thinking like, well, what if this person hears this podcast? Or what if this person hears this podcast? And I noticed just how often that was crippling my ability to speak and to flow and to just say what I was just saying. And um, as I've been watching these people on social media do something, I noticed that what they do 
is that they share their truth or how I would phrase it, right? They would, they would unapologetically own their truth, but I would notice that they really could not care less how many people are interested in hearing them tell that truth. And I've always had a problem with that. I've always had a problem with the thought of not um, saying things that resonates with everyone. But I think I'm starting to understand a principle that um, Elder Bednar taught. Yes, of course, I'm going to quote Elder Bednar again. But I'm sorry. (laughs) That's just, he's just my guy, right? So um, he did, he he was at a um, mission conference in in England and someone raised their hand and Asked, said, Elder Bednar, what's your favorite scripture? And he said, you know, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite scripture is because it changes so much from time to time, but I will tell you about my favorite topic to study it in the scriptures. And they're like, okay, go ahead. And he says, my favorite topic to study about in the scriptures is about ones. He's like, I love to study about ones. And he started to talk about how there are so many instances in the scriptures where if you watch it or you read carefully, or you pay attention to it, There are so many instances of the Savior or the Spirit or the main character slash the prophet in the story doing something for a one, for a one person. For example, Jesus in 3 Nephi 11, when he comes down, he blesses the children one by one, right? And he he just talked about how there are so many instances where you watch how the Savior doesn't do anything for so many people around him but he unapologetically looks for a one and does whatever he's going to do to or for them. And then, it, and then it's amazing how it impacts the people around him. And, and what I've been watching is these people on social media is they are, it's like they're just talking for a one and that one is their themselves. And then all of a sudden, because they're just unapologetically talking to the one, it resonates so powerfully and so strongly that the people around them all of a sudden are blessed by it as well. That's, that's really like this huge secret that like I'm learning is like, I, I don't need to impress everyone because he didn't. And, and I guess I've always heard that talked about and as like a, don't try to impress everyone because you don't need to be like them. Like that's kind of how I've always heard it phrased. But I never really considered that you can't unapologetically share your experience with truth if you're trying to share it with everyone. Um, I heard a phrase one time that said, you don't, you're not called to save the world because that's what he was called to do. You're just called to share the, save the people who are put around you. And I've, I've just noticed that, like, I've been trying to reach too many people. And I hope that makes sense. Like, I'm, as I've tried to share my message with everyone, it hasn't worked. But when I've tried to share it with ones, like when I've thought, okay, well, if this person was here, how would I say this to this person? Or if, or if I'm thinking about this, like, how would I say this? Or if I was talking to myself, how would I say this? Like, for some reason, unapologetically sharing my truth to a one has allowed me to talk so much more freely. Um, can I give an example? So I've always been impressed by this um, quote from, uh, from Bruce R. McConkie. He, uh, he said this, um, let's see if I can find it really quick. 
Okay, he talks about um, sharing your truth, and he says it in a way that's different, and it's always impressed me. So this is in April 1985. Um, it's a talk called The Purifying Power of Gethsemane. And uh, if you haven't heard about this talk, like, you've got to go watch it. It's amazing. But he says these words, and it's so powerful about how in the world we're living in, they're talking about sharing your truth. And he talks about it in a different way because the truth is still the truth, but, like, he, he talks about making truth your own and then unapologetically living that truth. So here's the phrase that he uses. He says, um, let's see, he's talking about the atonement, and he, he says this, In speaking of all these wondrous things, I shall use my own words. Although you may think they are the words of Scripture, words spoken by other apostles and prophets, true it is that they were first proclaimed by others, but they are now mine. For the Holy Spirit of God has borne witness to me that they are true, and it is now as though the Lord had revealed them to me in the first instance in the first place. I have thereby heard his voice, and I know his word. And I just, I think I'm learning for myself, like, I need to stop trying to say things that I think everyone wants to hear. Because, quite frankly, you just can't. And But it's not until you try to do it, like I have been for the past 40 episodes, it's not really until you try to share it with everyone that you'll realize it doesn't work. And so then you'll finally stop trying and you'll just start sharing your experience with truth and you'll do it in a way that you don't really mind who hears because for some reason when you share it in a way that you're unapologetic about your experience with truth, all of a sudden the people who disagree with you, they can't really hate you for it because they know they can't deny what you're saying. And the people who agree with you, their lives will be changed. And the people who are somewhere in the middle will just simply be changed by watching you do something that they're afraid to do themselves. That's honestly what's happened to me these past couple of weeks watching these 100 people that I envy and that I um, aspire to be. Is as I've watched them try to just speak to ones, I've been amazed not because I even cared about what they were saying, but just watching them unapologetically share what their experience with truth has been, has been amazing. So I just, I want to do that more. And if there's anyone out there who's like, no, I can make truth up and I can make it my own. I'm sorry, you can't. And the longer you try, the the more it's going to hurt in the end. But if what you can do is take your experience with truth and then live it fiercely and unapologetically share it, man, people are either going to do one of two things. Number one, they're going to listen to you and be so grateful that, uh, that you shared their, your, their truth. Number two, they're going to not agree with you, but they're going to be amazed that you saying it, how you're saying it. Or I guess there's a third option. Third, num- third option, number three, is they're going to hate you for what you're saying, but they're also going to know that what you're saying is true because the Spirit will bear testimony of it. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's one of the doctrines taught in Preach My Gospel in chapter five, that as you bear testimony, there is, you, cannot, you cannot argue anybody who is bearing testimony of something they've witnessed for themselves. And I, uh, I want to get better at that. I want to stop trying to 
talk to everyone and I want to just talk more to ones, I think, because I think we've all had experiences where um, you've been one-on-one with someone and it's been life-changing and it's always stinks in, um, it always stinks in group meetings because people tend to be trying to reach everyone and then it stinks. You've probably heard the phrase, don't go deep or don't go wide, go deep. Like, and I, and I want to be better at that. And I want to, I want to stop trying to reach everyone. And I just want to start talking to ones. Um, Elder Bednar keeps going on that talk and starts sharing how every single state conference he's ever been to. Yes, he talks to thousands, but he, he knows that every single time he's gone to a state conference, the Lord has always sent him there to find a one. And I'm learning that in every single lesson and in every single talk I give and in every single podcast I'm giving and in every single thought and every single conversation I have, I need to just reach a one. And if I do that, I will speak so much more freely. The Spirit will bear testimony of those things because I will focus on bearing testimony of the truth that that one needs and not the things that I think every one of the thousands wants to hear. And so, um, yeah. When's been a time where you've tried to please everyone and it has been When's been a time where you didn't care about everyone else and you just talked to a one? Or when's been a time where you tried to share your truth and it didn't work out? But Or when's been a time where you tried to unapologetically share your experience with truth and that's worked out for you? Um, that's what Jesus did, right? Um, he apologetically, two ones, shared about his relationship with his father. Um, I don't know if you've watched The Chosen yet, but watching Jesus talk about his relationship with his father, with Nicodemus, it's so good. Um, but I noticed that's what he did. He spoke to ones about his father. And the, and the crowds gathered because they were amazed at some one t- talking to another one and doing it about and doing it without any. And I just, man... That truth has been impressed on me watching these hundred people that I want to be like one day. And so I want to share I want to share that with you guys and hopefully that you gather something from this and please share with me what your thoughts are and when you've been had the blessing to do that and uh, comment, send me messages as always. And then, um, yeah, hope that was helpful and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.